that. Jason, this is a very how you doing? special. Yeah, we don't usually record at night. No, it's it's In dark. I got hours. I got the lights down low. Everybody's asleep. Sounds, some cocktail. Uh, cocktail next to the mic. And I yeah, have it's uh, fancy. some <laughs> It's a fancy cocktail. And I have some Bible music playing. Yeah, this uh <laughs> well it's not Bible music. <laughs> this song is called Bible oh. Silver Man, Corner. tell me about Rodan, man. What? What? Uh, I'm Jason. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. What's your name? I'm Jason. You're Jason. Why are you being all coy? Why are you being all? It's, oh, a, it's my. Um, it's like uh, it's like my haunted it's your, house. It's your late night sexy voice. Well, it's like I'm I'm talking. It's so like my, my name um, is Matt. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we started this podcast to talk about records that we love or that we're interested in or that we feel nostalgic for or that we want to make fun of in some way. What? Um, make fun I don't of? Know. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, okay. Um, what's the name of the podcast, Jay? You have the effects. Okay. We listen to records. Yes. Okay. We listen to records at the, on this podcast. Oh, we, we, we can come up with an original name or a good name. So we just went with a literal name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Turn this up. This album yeah. starts off mellow. I think this that's why great. you and I are being mellow. This album this starts off really chill. This is great, though. It, it kind of fools this is, you. This is a great... It does. I like this track a lot. Yeah, just turn it up a little bit. I like a lot. I like I like the best. I think on it's this like whole seven record. seven minute long, just sort of instrumental. It's fantastic, like, lilting guitar thing. And it has so the yeah, most. Today we are listening to the album Rusty by the band Rodan, and that's R O D A N, like the monster movie. You know, uh, what's that? The Late Show monster movie creature. Not um, Rodan, the sculptor who made the no. thinker that everybody, you know. <laughs> um, I thought his it's name Rodan, was Rodan, the, 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 you know, uh, Is it actually based on, I mean, does that have something to do with the name? I mean, they're spelled the same. That's as so much as you think I so? Okay. All right. I guess so. As I mean, much as you got. Well, a great. You know, I didn't, I mean, I didn't crack do a research, lot of research team has. Answered no yeah. questions. Fantastic. Um, so <laughs> I what, know a what, lot what, about. Stop. This. I actually know a ton about this band. Um, <laughs> so let's let's start at the beginning. Keep you know yes. before we get into the craziness here. Um, so they uh, formed in '92. Okay. Um, the key members are Jeff Mueller, which is spelled like Mueller, which is in the news all over the place oh. right now. But I believe it's pronounced Mueller. Uh, Jason Noble and of course the amazing Tara Jane O'Neill. And the drummer is this guy, Kevin Kultus, who uh, has been around. Um, 
They recorded a like a six song cassette demo with Bob Weston of Shellac. Wow, that's um, great. In 92. Which I believe was like the first um, thing he'd ever really recorded an engineer. It's very early really? in his career. The first? Um, the first. One of the first, if wow. not the first. That's crazy. Um, and uh, so some of those tracks, um, actually all of those tracks from that cassette single were re-released in 94, um, remixed and re-released as uh, the album Rusty, which is what we're listening to. Okay. Um, the title Rusty comes from the Wait. fact that Bob Weston had red hair. Hold on, hold on. New. So this was recorded in 92 and then didn't get released? 93. Oh, 93, okay, okay. released as a cassette called Aviary. Oh, wow. The demos. The demos were released. Um, and then it was oh, uh, remixed, and, uh, re-recorded, and uh, re-released as Rusty. That's so, so weird. Um, what's, what's the story there? Why was it like... So it was put out as like a demo and then people were like, no, this is a real album. You should put this out. Yeah. I, wow. I don't. I think it took a while to like catch on because yeah, yeah. at this point, I mean, the start-stop thing was going on. Nirvana was around. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> these guys were sort of, if I recall correctly at the time, kind of seen as like the heir apparent to Slint. Yeah, right. that sound. Right. It's, you um, know, it's just funny. I can't imagine another band of that era like putting something out as like not a real release and sure. then a little while. It's also going. the only release, only yeah. official release by yeah. Rodan. Um, excuse me. In 2013, they put out uh, an album called 15 Quiet Years, wow. which is some of the demos, earlier recordings, and some live stuff, tracks off of Rusty, and then a few other things um, that, you know, went other places. Um, Rodan kind of split up. TJO went off to form a whole bunch of different bands, um, and Jeff Miller went on to form June of 44, Oh, right. Of. Yes. Okay. So a lot of the stuff on the 15 Quiet Years stuff, you, it's very clearly just bridge between Rodan and Juno 44. Yeah, like there's, yeah. There's, uh, there's one song, I forget the title, I'd have to look it up, but it's it's really clearly just an engine takes to water track. Yeah, right. Oh, um, yeah, I hear that big time now. Now that you say that, yep. Yeah. That's Yeah, this, okay. is, this is just Juno 44 plus yeah. Tara Jane O'Neill, basically. And I also um, see that they, um, no, wait, Coltus and Noble uh, were in Rachel's, yeah, which Rachel's, is another crazy band that I remember. The Shipping like, News. They yeah. went on to become the shipping yeah, part of the yeah. one. The Shipping News. Wow. Um, Tjo went on to form the Sonora Pine and Retson. She wow. performed the Sebado. Um, That's crazy. So yeah, I mean, this part of the reason why this album, which really probably should have been forgotten, <laughs> it is such a big yeah. deal. It was a very big deal. I remember when there was a resurgence of interest in Slint around the early 2000s, mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of rediscovered this. Um, and June of 44 had a huge run, you know, in the early yeah. 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Um, but yeah, the, the only official album is Rusty, the one we we're listening to today. Oh, geez. I didn't know that Lungfish members were, are in June of 44. Yep. And Rex too. Wow, this is okay. I'm I'm learning a lot. This and episode. also they're from Louisville, <laughs> yeah. which is of Man, course an overlap with Slint. What a crazy place to have this one, sound, right? I mean, yeah. think about that for a minute. Louisville. Well, comes I think up that's why they get lumped in with Slint, right? Sure, sure. Between Bob Weston producing this and Steve Albini producing Slint, like the shellac overlap is huge. Yeah, but honestly, what was going on there, right? I mean, this is a, this uh, is crazy. Right time, uh, right place, you know. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
So, one last little weird fact that I want to come back to later. Yeah. But there's this uh, black and white cult road trip movie from 1994 called Half Cocked. Have you ever seen it? Okay. Half Cocked. No. Have you uh-uh. have, have you seen it? It's not great. Yeah. But anyway, okay. um, uh, Rodan is in it as the stars and the band in the road trip, and they're called Truck Stop in the band, which I think is funny. <laughs> Anybody's uh, like like indie film nerd from the early '90s who happens to love half cocked. I actually have it. I, I managed to track it down a little while ago. If you <laughs> next really? time you hang out, if oh you're yeah, gonna, absolutely. Gonna that sounds crazy. Or, uh, maybe I'll. I think it was just on YouTube. Maybe I'll post it to the Facebook. And Jeez, that's, that. that's awesome. Yeah, please. All right. So after Bible Silver Corner, which um, we listened to a little bit of, the album changes directions. It sure does. Um, track two is. One one of my favorite tracks. There's only six tracks on this record, by the way. Right, um, right. <clears throat> but if you wouldn't, pardon my, it's allergy season. I hope you guys don't mind me. I'm just going <laughs> to cough at you for the next hour. Um, could you, this track is called Shiner. Can yeah, we just yeah. start this one over? Sure, I sure. love this no, one. Yeah, actually the one that's playing now is the Everyday World Oh, this is Everyday World of yeah, Bodies. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yes, we'll, which we'll I also go love. To but I want to go, I want to go back a track and play, I, I, yeah, start this bad boy from the beginning. Shiner or... Oh, Shiner. The, so we go straight from Bible track. Silver Corner, six and a half, almost seven minutes of yeah. like lilting guitar instrumental. They're definitely like, hey, we're giving you a certain experience. And then this happens. Hit play, please. Yeah. Last night it's hard to shine. I just it's just a great punch in the it, face. It has music. it does <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. It has a great like rhythm. Uh, and this vo the vocal qual the quality of the vocal like mm-hmm. is very weird. Like yes it's yes it's kind of screamy and like I guess this is you know looking back is is probably in the emo camp or like sure is looked at as maybe like an early sort of. Well, the foundation of them that a math rock band. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> it, it is interesting. So, so I, I actually just scrolled down a little bit on the the page for the album Rusty. Wikipedia actually lists three engineers for this album. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Good, Bob Weston, who we've already talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian McMahon. Who's Brian McMahon? 
Brian McMahon is from Slint. Oh, <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow, man. That's um, nuts. So I think, I, I mean, if you're going to, you know, the comparisons I don't think were accidental. What yeah, people right. were saying. Seriously. This is the heir apparent to Slint. Um, now, what, yeah, what this year is, I mean, was uh, Slint's first record, though? Uh, Spiderland is 91. Okay. So, so, I mean, this is like, I mean, literally, it's got to be, I mean, it's not like they heard Slint and were like, oh, yeah, let's do that, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like, this was just parallel thinking or or. Well, I mean, they're coming out of the same city. They're produced by yeah, Slint. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's all accidental. No, 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 not at all. But I mean, like, I also don't think that it was a case of like, Oh, we like that sound. Let's build on it. It was sort of uh, like by ni- we're by doing 90, that too, kind of. I think by '93, this sound was already on its way, right? The the Pixies and bands like that had laid down kind of the heavier start-stop mm. thing. Mm. Nirvana was already a big deal by this sure. point. Were um, they by '94? Yeah, I have Kirk no Cobain concept. Kurt dies of, in '94. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Queen is dead in April '94. Oh, so that's fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, this is you know kind of late to the scene in that sense. But then, what I think was unique about this record is it's it's heavy, but also accessible, mm. and like the layers of you know TJO female voice with Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 ebbs and flows. It's not always hard. No, it's not always heavy. Like, turn this up. Everyday World of yeah, Bodies yeah, yeah. is 12 minutes long. I wish we could listen to the whole thing, but just this is such a beautiful song. Turn it up. you could listen to all 12 yeah. minutes of this 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 track is so good man it's like um uh wow it's so related to to slint and that other stuff i mean it's in a, and of course you know 44 i mean it, it, it yeah duh, it makes total sense now well, let me like, ask you a question yeah how do you fe- did you listen to juno 44 like how do you feel about them yeah I'm, well like i said i found a juno 44 record in like a used 
store and and just bought it based on that that cover it was like and i knew it was you know what i knew it was printed at fireproof press weirdly yes, enough and i was like chicago and i was like oh i'm getting this i don't know what this yeah. is but it looks fucking cool and i know it's printed there and I think that's even where they, even their CD packaging. At that's least the for thing. The first I bought two the albums, CD. Like cool. There's this one was, was a like, CD. It wasn't even a, a. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, that's was it? And awesome. takes the water. Yes, the, that's the one that I was is like. That, it, I have one. It's like a. It's like a matchbook, mm-hmm. but big enough one. to hold a CD. Yeah, yes. That was really and cool. I was like, man, this is cool. And I just bought it. Uh, you know, did, had no idea. Yeah. And then yeah, it ended up listening to it. Didn't make any connection to Slint or anything other than like. Oh yeah, this is a cool sound, and I'm, I'm into like, you know, the, the the loud crashing and down to the quiet, like sort of, yeah. really, you know. I mean, this is like, you know, it does go back to Fugazi too in a way. It just has that raw sound when they're really like, especially the beginning of that um, that second track that you were talking about, the Everyday World of Bodies, right? Or no, no, yeah. Shiner, uh, uh, Shiner. Shiner. Yeah. That like to me is like, oh yeah, this is like. This is that kind of rocking sort of mid-age uh, Fugazi, where See, they're what's, doing what's, complex, interesting kind of instrumentation, and, and yet, like, yeah, just just killing it. Yeah, like really blowing. I mean, it honestly, I should send you this. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Fifteen Quiet Years, because there's six tracks on Rusty. Yeah, and only like. Three of them are on this other one. There's a lot of great, and the the version of Shiner is actually a demo or something because the wow. whole part at the end where he's going like pop pop down goes the enemy pop pop wow. is is mixed totally differently. It's a very huh. different, and he he says it slower, so it's more like pop pop pop. It's like I don't know. It's a different song. Yeah, I, kinda, yeah. I actually kind of like that mix better. So do you think um, so? So was so 15 Quiet Years is released in 2013, but it's, it's 2013. It's got nine tracks on it, but only a couple of them are on Rusty, and they're different mixes or like recordings by Bob Weston or or like Un, unknown. I don't. I don't have a yeah, physical okay. copy of it. I would just yeah, have yeah. a digital. There's only actually no, only Shiner like, and Tooth Fairy. Oh yeah, Bar. Are, Bob Weston worked on the remastering of it, but maybe. Yeah, no, that's what only, it says. There's that's only says. two tracks that are on on, but there's honestly some great stuff on there. Dar, Darjeeling. Oh, that's all. Yeah, tracks that yeah. I, it's great. No, it's crazy. But we're talking about Rusty. Um, I have to say, for my money, if I'm putting on Rusty, yeah, it's Shiner and Everyday World of Bodies is why I'm here. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, every song is great when we get to uh, gauge. I don't know, man. One I have I to love. say, I kept going back to Bible Silver Corner. It's so. You know, I don't think we did that one. But we like, did that one justice. Why don't, I love you know, it. let's just play the first yeah, minute of that. Okay. The, the, just the little first minute of this seven-minute song, just because it is really it's gorgeous. beautiful. Yeah, it's like I, I kind of wish they took the whole thing in that direction. You know, as much as I do like the kind well, of I raw like, explosion. But I like how this sets you up to think you're getting one kind of album, it's and true. then you get yeah. a two and a half minute punch <laughs> in the face, a twelve minute like sprawling thing, and then every other track is about seven minutes long. It's, this yeah, is right, right. this is a magical album. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, turn up Bible right, Silver Bible Let's Silver. just hear a little of this.
mean, it goes on for seven minutes, but yeah, I love you it. could just put that on and let it let it hang out. I I, I do. I really do. Let's. It's it, the 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 quality of the recording. It's like um, there's this other band. Uh, Man, I feel like it was around that time called Pullman, which is all instrumental. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if some, I think some of the members of that must be from, now I'm thinking they must be from this scene or something. Sure. I'll look them up real quick. Well, hold on. I just texted you something. I saw that. I found on YouTube uh, the trailer for that film, Half Cocked. I thought maybe oh, we could just, okay. it's only two minutes long. Maybe we would play a little sample of that for our um music loving audience because it is it is a, a cult classic. oh yeah okay ready here it comes let's see it's coming up half cock trailer oh boy yeah, we're gonna have to listen it's to an like, easy rider yeah. for the 90s totally is it loaded i remember watching this i honestly don't remember much about it I can't remember when I saw it. Well, I saw it recently, but I still don't remember much about it. Um, how's that? How's that loading in there? Can you hear it? No, I can't hear anything. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just read this Wikipedia entry while you figure out how to make that work. Half Cocked is a cult uh, music road movie made in 1994 in Louisville, Nashville, and Chattanooga. The movie tells a story about a group of high school teens who steal a van full of music equipment and pretend to be a band called Truck Stop, and they're played by the band Rodan, in order to stay on the road. When the band starts playing gigs, their sound is largely inconsistent and incoherent. However, over time, the band becomes increasingly competent in their musicianship. The film puts much emphasis on the indie alternative rock subculture. Um, Lots of indie rock bands such as Polvo, Grifters, Freakwater, Versus... Slant Six, Rodan, Unwound, Helium, Sleepyhead, Crane, and Ruby Falls are featured in the movie. What? Yeah, that was how I first heard about it, that Unwound is in it. All right, ready? Here it is. Yeah, let's hear this trailer. Hey, man, this is so... Jackson, that's a transmission rule. You gotta check that too. When the car is on, you check the transmission rule. Turn that shit on. Just check the oil. Played at this crazy basement club last night. It was fucking great. The van broke down, and the guy who towed it fixed it, and then. T- <laughs> wow, man. That just sounds wacky. That's it's great. It's great. No, this looks like every um, Super Eight thing that we shot breaking down on the side of the road and fucking oh yeah like, i mean it just reminds me that's of great like, that's great all of the 90s student films coming out of uh you yeah. know the film department when i was in college and whatever um it's, i definitely i mean i had no idea about this movie i definitely have to see this matt this must be yeah you, you have we to should, send this to me i'll come down we'll watch it together cool. i feel like cool. we'll watch yeah. it together yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah, yeah. do a, our own version of mystery science theater 3000 yes. called we listen <laughs> yeah. to movies about musicians <laughs> playing records or whatever we'll, we'll um, do it'll a, be a new podcast track. called yeah matt and jay 
do even less coherent shit than we normally do. Oh, um, man, we'll do a commentary. Um, That's great, well, let's, uh, I'm, I'm I mean, there's only six this. tracks on this motherfucker. We might as well touch on them yeah. all. Let's listen to a little bit of Jungle Gym. Jungle Gym. Track four, Jungle Gym. is like that big up big down yeah yeah nothing yeah. in between yeah seriously i just pulled up oh, wow. uh, bob so, weston's wikipedia page and yeah. i just some things that i think inform the album that we're listening to yeah. just i'm just gonna pull like fractions of sentences but he began mixing live performances of boston area bands such as the pixies wow. um it gives a long list of of bands that he worked on in the early 90s i didn't know he's from you know, boston. sort of while they were but um yeah he's from boston which is why we love him um and after forming Shellac, he started working directly with Albini on a million records, including this one. Um, and Weston was Albini's assistant engineer on Nirvana's In Utero album. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So, That's like, crazy. roughly the same time he's working on this, yeah. he's recording Nirvana's last album. He's working with Sebado, one of your favorites, Rachel's. Oh, yeah. Lots of other, just, you know, all these great bands. He's recording the Pixies. Yeah. Um, he's in Shellac. Yeah. Um, so I just, it's like whatever magic is going on, you've got the right bands, you've got the right engineers, you've got the right sound in the right time. You know what's crazy? I've, I've been different. watching a bunch of, um, I went down like a Steve Albini rabbit hole the other night and was watching all kinds of like, Recordings of lectures that he did and stuff, and the thing that mm-hmm. that really stuck with me was like how uh, he says, um, you know, his job is just to get out of the way of the of the recording, and like it's not to make any judgment on any of the sound coming out of any of the instruments or speakers. He's like, I just, I, he's like, this is their. He said in a lot of cases, this is the band's one shot to capture what they're doing whatever it is and my job is to make sure it sounds as good as it can 
being right. that like snapshot of of their work and i was like man well, it's like, that's it's like, like that's the, exactly um, right that is exactly that's like that's like cinema verite man, version perfect. of music engineering the it, direct cinema yeah it's like you know. he's like the like the Maisleys of uh sound the Maisleys, yeah. yeah yeah just like yeah man i'm just here i'm just here with my camera yeah man. yeah yeah no, it's interesting. I don't know. I love this album. Actually, turn this up. Let's yeah, just yeah, play yeah. more Jungle Gym. I just love this album. Yes. <laughs> To this record, yeah, over like um, June of '44, yeah, is TJO like she's okay. you'd think the female voice would be the softening element, but actually, she puts the hard edge on this record. Mm, mm. She put like compared to June of '44, she's the one that's making this album like cut, you know, yeah, she's right. got that. She, I mean, she can be beautiful and yeah. lilting and all that stuff, yeah, but like far more than Jeff and anybody else who's doing the male vocal side, she's the like she could she gets that edge in her voice that makes this really work yeah it's crazy because i think um i think both of their vocals are are, have the same um sort of energetic quality that i don't even necessarily separate them into male and female honestly like listening to it i don't even think over each other that's the thing layer into each other and and i think they're both kind of like half screaming sometimes to where yeah I don't think I could easily pull apart. In fact, I was—I didn't even know that, to be honest, that there was a, a oh, dual yeah. vocal. I mean, other than the, those obvious quiet moments, you know. But otherwise, sure. like, now I'm catching it more, but that's funny. So, um, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. At the end of every episode, we play a full song from each record. Yes. Do we have the balls to do a full 12-minute song today? Are Why we going to do Everyday I mean, World of Bodies? It's a good one. I mean, because the other one I would pick is Gage, which is next up on the track listing. So, uh-huh. I mean, I'd love to talk about Gage a little bit, but do we want to, like, play... I would either like to play out on Gage or, or Everyday World of Bodies. I mean, is this the day we do a 12-minute song? I'm okay with that, yeah. It's it's a good it's a good track. I don't see why not. I mean, I don't right. think... I don't see why not, Matt. Dude. But, I mean, Gage is a seven-minute track, and, and this is... One of my favorites on the album. I mean, listen, it's a podcast, people. You could just fast forward or turn it off, or whatever. It's your, it's your, it's your. Yeah. I, in, in case you weren't paying attention, this is a podcast. If you stumbled in here somehow, thirty-two minutes you, into this thing, if you say I don't you really didn't know need that to, it was a podcast, I don't need to hear aware. this whole thing right now. Okay, fine. I don't care. It's, I'll never yeah. know. Big deal. Go for it. You ever do that thing where you pause a podcast like three minutes from the end and then just never finish it? Yeah. I have so many racked up in my like iPad sure. that are just like two minutes remaining, four minutes remaining. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm never, I know where this is going. I will never hear who wins the last game on Douglas movies. Just don't care enough. Aww, it's fine. I will never hear the, the, the final punch up on punch up the jam. It's not gonna happen. So um, so you're so you're telling me some people will 
Well, no, that's why we actually finish up the business of our podcast about 45 minutes in. That's true. And then we just fuck around for about 15 minutes. That's, that's the true. usual format yes. of this show. You're right, you're right. We attempt right. to pick the new record. Um, you so know what? we should do that. We should we should just fuck around. No, let's listen to Gage. Okay. I want to listen oh, to Gage. Gage. Okay, here we go. Gage is track five. Um, I want to listen to a big chunk of this thing, too. This is a great track. You get hints of the nautical themes to come, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Juna 44 and Engine Takes Man, the, the sonic... Sharks and Sailors. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... The quality of this is so slint. I mean, you have those those pretty cavernous drums, really massive drums, and then you have this, like, narrow... I, want, I don't know what it is. It's like a narrow-range guitar, like, EQ'd. Like, it's all mid-range. It's like a very right. thin kind of, like paper thin kind of crunchy sound of the of the guitar it's like it's funny that um i mean it's i mean i guess it makes sense but everybody was sort of like everything you know, maybe gets jammed it, into the mid yeah, I, I wish yeah. this album had some heavier bass actually i would yeah i would love a yeah. good like killer yeah i'm not hearing lineup. any bass to be honest like when i yeah, listen I mean, that, to this you know <laughs> i mean that is definitely what you get june of 44 by the time you get to something like four great points like they figured yeah. out the yeah. bass can do more interesting stuff than they're doing here, but right, right, right. I mean, th- there are tracks on here where the where the bass is, is is awesome. But I mean, I think what you what you sign up for with this album is basically just like big highs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. crashing down mm-hmm. to just deep lows, sure, and back up again and yeah, back down yeah. again. You know, for seven minutes a song, yeah, or eleven right, minutes right, a song, right? 
Yeah, no, it's a big, it's a now, big journey. Did you know this album before I picked it? No, no. It's it's one of those that like there, there's so many of these side, well, not side projects, but like I don't know. There's there's so many things connected to Slint and to I mean, you know, like I said, I'm just realizing a lot of these connections now, which make perfect sense. But like sure. I knew Rodan was in the mix, didn't know where, and I guess. I mean, listen, at the time I'm, I'm picking this stuff up, these connections aren't obvious. And I'm going, all right, I know they're part of the scene, but I'm, I'm just really into Slint right now. So that's where right. I'm, I'm going to focus well, my attention. That's, how you, you, that's how you could be before the internet in a lot of ways is, yeah, or, you know, just yeah, for better or worse. Like, it's yeah, like, I oh, I'm ignoring the other band. Yeah. Or I just it, it just didn't cross my path for whatever reason. Like, I never saw it used somewhere or I never like knew someone who made a copy for me or whatever or, or like it didn't right. come up on I, I stumbled on these guys when I was living <laughs> in Chicago and I was working at an ad agency oh yeah or, right you know, catalog agency and my friend Sam just had really good taste in music he right. gave me a ton of stuff and cool. this was one of them and I remember at the time because I was more into you know the built to spill mm-hmm. and 764 hero and mm-hmm. Slater Kinney I was, that's where I, my head was at back then yeah and to me this was like Pantera. This was like Slayer. This was like scary heavy. But had you already listened to Slint at that point? I did. I, yeah. I don't think of Slint isn't nearly as heavy, or I didn't perceive them as yeah, that's funny. as heavy as this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, when I st- when my friend first gave me this, I was like, oh my god, this is so this is too much for me. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though I grew up listening to metal and sure, know, sure, it really wasn't. But I think it was just it was its you unique combination of highs and lows and its yeah, intensity yeah. and it's like you know when it just hits the ground running with Shiner you're like whoa I wasn't expecting that and I mean very quickly I acclimated to it and obviously my taste is <laughs> m- much heavier now <laughs> um, yeah just okay I just pulled this up on, on Wikipedia by the way Rodan um, I'm not even going to try the Japanese title Giant Monster of the Sky Radon <laughs> um, R-A-D-O-N um, somehow became Rodan when it was uh, moved into English. Yeah, um, is a 1956 Japanese sci-fi kaiju film. Um, I'm skipping a little. Is the first color kaiju film. Wow. Um, wow. And, and it's one of a series of giant monster films. Um, uh, it was released in 1957 in the U.S. as Rodan, the Flying Monster. Um, anyway, it's it's Rodan is a big deal in the like rubber suit monster movie <laughs> history. Awesome. I actually have... So back in the day, they used to release the full-length films to the theaters, but then they would release an 8 millimeter black and white like re-edit that was only six or eight minutes long. For, and for you could, what? For home For home viewing? Use. Yeah. Wow. So I actually have a, pr- a black and white print of the like home cut eight-minute version of Rodan in my office. It's so weird. Um, and actually, that's one of the few that I'll actually project for the students. It's, it's in good enough shape I can actually like, put it in the projector and show it. Wow. Um, <clears throat> it's not good yeah, in any yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Weird. Yeah. But I just thought, I mean, I don't know why. There's uh, there's nothing I have found about why this band chose Rodan as the name <laughs> of their band. There's no no clear connection between a you know yeah. flying monster from the ocean you know, one of the first kaiju films, and uh, the sound they're getting in this in this thing. But you know, yeah, right, whatever. Right. Um. All right. So the last track on this on this guy, I'm just gonna read the track titles because the last track title doesn't fit. So we've got Bible Silver Corner. Yeah. 
Shiner. The Everyday World of Bodies. Oh, that's weird. Which is this? A, hold on. Oh, fuck. I oh, see. Turn it up. This part? What are, you, what are you playing? What's going on? No, this is Jungle Jim. No, I uh, I fucked up. Just turn it up. No, no, no. no. I was up. I was looking at a different track listing. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, that's cool. Sil- Bible Silver Corner, Shiner. The Everyday World of Bodies. Yep. Jungle Jim. Yep. Gage. Yep. And then the last track is called Tooth Fairy Retribution Manifesting. <laughs> yeah. Misspelling the word manifesto. Well, actually, um, that's weird. This this is this is spelled manifesto on a Spotify. <laughs> oh, that's funny. On the because I'm holding the actual CD. It says. Manifesto. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Um. Yeah. Let's let's play Tooth Fairy. Okay. A little Tooth Fairy. Okay. They all do this kind of. Sneaky start thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like somebody like running their fingers across wine glasses, or what's going on? It's kind of yeah, shitty piano. A horror movie soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of see them sort of trying to create worlds in your mind a little bit. Sure. Little scenes. album yeah it's like lilting and slow and i love that weird high guitar that kind of hangs above everything else yeah yeah. yeah. and then tjo she just says if you don't move you get pushed and then the, <laughs> it just drops you know and the guitar kicks in and it's heavy it's like it's, it's just a like great it's, it's a great moment it's a great bookend to the opening track 
Yeah. But then it, it kind of, instead of like never going there, it, it fulfills that sort of like everything else that's been going on. It's sort of like a great, like bringing everything back around to, it has this like quiet, melodic pace, but then also rises up to like that sort of oh, yeah. huge crash. Well, turn, turn it up. up. This part yeah. is great here too. Turn it up. It's for people who like are afraid to bang their heads, but they want to do it a little bit. <laughs> right, right, right. Just for you know, a minute. Like it's 30 like I seconds. love Sonic Youth, but occasionally I listen they, to Pantera. Uh, do you, you think, know, it's like Do you think they played live? Is there any record of them playing live? I mean, I guess that um, that movie, really. Yeah, they're in that movie. Like, they were on the the Peel Sessions. Oh yeah, right. In '95. That's crazy. So they made um, it to they made it to England to do a Peel session. Yep. Well, I mean, I think what I'm, what I'm sort of How gathering, there's not much on Wikipedia, and, and most of my research, yeah. there's not much on, on these guys from no. back then. So, um, but it, basically what it looks like is they were all in a million bands, and Rodan yeah. didn't blow up the way that everybody hoped, and so everybody just turned their attention to other other projects. Well, I mean, wasn't guys. it their first project, too? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, this was, yeah, this was sort of everybody's jumping off point, I think. Um, they, they went through drummers like Spinal Tap, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't. Um, there's nothing on Wikipedia about their touring, and I, yeah, I kind of have yeah. the biography page up. And it, there's not. It's more about the recording and the sort of the fact that everybody else was in a million different bands. Yeah. Right. Um, right, right. Um, oh, so here, actually, on the AllMusic.com page, yeah, it mentions that the um, the 15 Quiet Years is actually a collection of out-of-print studio material, the BBC sessions, and some unreleased... Oh, BBC. That's why it's all, like, different stuff than is on Rusty. Okay, I wonder if they okay. were prepping to put out another album and it just didn't come together, or... Yeah, right. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't... They, uh, I mean, again, I'm looking at all music. It says, surprisingly, they turned into a cult phenomenon, uh, and then they elected to disband in 94... Um, perhaps overwhelmed by the response. Oh, um, really? Jeez, that's crazy. Well, I mean, we didn't we talk about this with the organ, like how you you know, yeah, quick success, and it kind of just like you know, yeah, but but success in 1994 had to look very different than the organ sure. success of like the internet. Well, but I mean, and, you're like, looking at I mean, being able to go to their MySpace out. or whatever, you know, and like. This album came out the same month that Kurt Cobain died, so I'm sure everybody had a little bit on their brain of like, guess, yeah. what does this mean? You know, yeah. I mean that loomed. You, you, you got to remember how large that loomed in everybody's brain back then. Oh yeah, no, what Nirvana? Well, just and Kurt Cobain dying. It was just like, oh yeah, everybody was affected by that. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's a really depressing place to end this. Turn up the song again because it's a good song. <laughs> We just went back to Bible Silver Corner. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just, you know, came back. It's very around. peaceful. It's like mellow. It's a good one, man. I like this track a lot. All right, let's let's just let this play while we talk. All right. So, final thoughts on Rusty. 
Uh, it's a very good addition to that, that whole lineage that I uh, yeah. missed. I'm glad I um, went back to revisit this one. I guess yeah, you know, I don't it's listen like, to it like every day, those, but when it turns up, I'm happy. It's one of those records I always heard about. I always knew it was connected. I just never took the time to like sit down and really listen to it. Oh, that's awesome. It's and are also, you still are you still into the like '90s loud quiet thing they're doing, or does it seem dated? Uh, you know, I I just put it in with Slim, which is like its own sure. canon that, that you cannot you cannot fuck with that sound. You cannot tell me that it's dated or whatever. I mean, you just have no sense of history. You, right. You you. Uh, you Cretan. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, right. this is still for sale on um, touchandgorecords.com. Yeah. Which, they, by they the way, it was on Touch and Go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, it was, it was actually on Quarter Stick. Really some Quarter Yeah, step but like, I guess go. that turned into Touch and Go. I'm not really totally sure what yeah. happened there, but... But Home anyway, Big Black. if you, if you, uh, I'm assuming most people just clicked on this because they already knew the album. But if right. you didn't know this one, add it to your collection. It's a good one. It's a rocker. We're gonna end in a few minutes once we do some housekeeping and bullshit and whatever. Um, we're gonna end with the Everyday World of Bodies. Twelve minutes. Okay. It'll give you. Cool. It's really the heart of this album, in my opinion. I think it's it's the best example of what Rodan was and could have been. Um, and there's real hints of everything that's great about this record and everything that. Rachel's and Shipping News and June of 44 would, would all develop later. I think yeah. it's all in that it's one It's a song. huge tangled web and it's all amazing. I mean, Louisville is a fucking crazy mess of bands from Palace Brothers to this to Slint to like, uh, what's his name? Dave Pio? It's nuts, man. Well, he was in Slint. Yeah, but I mean like all of his side stuff is like endless. You know, and then you yeah. get into Will Oldham's side things are endless. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of records, hundreds oh, yeah. of fucking records. It's crazy. It's amazing. It is. Well, all right. So that concludes the uh, Rodan portion of the show. Although I like having this track underneath. Like, can we just loop this and let it go? <laughs> oh yeah, it's looped. New Steve song. Looped, buddy. Um, so, uh, do we have any mailbag, Jay? Did, did anybody send us any letters, and then you printed them out? No, mailed them to yourself. I did not. No, I did not. I just uh, no, just want to receive any say hi telegrams, to those, uh, those um, any volcano faxes. vinyl guys who keep, oh, keep yeah. talking well, about those records. Guys are cool. They just keep yeah, doing we, it. Um, yeah, we talked about them on the mini so we recorded earlier. I, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of volcano vinyl. I'm I'm really into that. They're podcast. an inspiration. Yeah, they. Um, <laughs> As, as I like to say, we make them look good. Because <laughs> they're the guys who actually have their shit together. That's and it's two dudes back. who talk about records just like we do. They talk about, I would say, a broader range of stuff. We tend to focus on the, the sort of like rock and punk. We've really pigeonholed ourselves into 90s fucking like <laughs> post-rock. Well, in a minute, you have a chance to fix that. <laughs> no, you know? no, I don't. It's going to go down the same fucking road. We're going down the same road. I'm telling you right now. So yeah. We're actually yeah, pretty happy. About I already decided. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh well. Well, so uh, it, uh, volcano vinyl is. We just give them a shout out. Yeah, we want yeah. uh, you guys to listen to them, and we want people who listen to them to also listen to us. Because if you've got enough time in your day to listen to two dudes rant about records, also you got time check to out to two slightly different dudes listening about ranting. Letters about from a tape head. Also, don't forget. Oh yeah. Don't forget our Sean Caldwell, friend of the show, Sean. Yes. I'm also yes, working follow. on some more guests. I have. What, some. Is it letters from a tapehead.com? I'm checking right now, actually. I, uh, I believe it is. 
just put letters from a tape head into Google. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, anyway, yeah, we um, we have a network of friends who love music as much as we do. We love to shout them out. We hope you go follow their stuff and uh, you know pay attention to all the cool things they're doing. Jason, sure, yeah. Every week, as you know, yeah. The way that we pick the next record to listen to is that one of us brings three yeah. for the other person to choose from. That's how yeah. we make it collaborative. Yeah. Last week, I brought three records. Let me pull up my notes and see what I yeah. brought. Last week, I. It was Shellac, Rodan, and Juno 44. So clearly, I wanted to talk about one of these configurations. I was on a Bob Weston kick. We also don't own this. And Rodan, you're the best. I I know you don't mind. Yeah, that's the disclaimer. We're going to do the disclaimer 53 (laughs) minutes into the show so the lawyers have to hunt it down. But yeah, if you want us to take this off the internet, please don't sue us. Yeah, whatever. Just let us know. Jay, how do uh, do people get in touch with us if they help our. our um our standing or I don't know people That's might true. actually notice what we're doing. Uh, how do they get in touch with us? Get, how do, yeah, how do they get in touch uh, with us? Let's see. Records at HarveyLovesHarvey.com. Uh, Instagram is at We Listen to Records. That's a number two in there. Okay. And then there's also one more thing. <laughs> the Twitter. We have like a phone number that you can get on the Instagram. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's just a oh, secret yeah. phone well, we're number. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. The, the Facebook page has kind of fallen off. But I you think know, Google we'll said they're going to get rid of our phone number unless we use it. So, so please, please call. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna call probably. Leave, leave some prank calls All for right. ourselves. We, we thoroughly managed to uh, half-ass that housekeeping bit. Now, can we pick some records? That's the only part yes. of the show I really care about is go. figuring out what Here I get go. to listen to next. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, buddy. All right. You got, so you got a list ready? Well, hold on. Yeah. Number one. Okay, number one. You got to do the thing. Because you did mention Sebado, and there is a weird connection here. I had to go yeah. with uh, finally covering these guys, and it will not be the last time. Or the first, but I do want to cover, I think, I mean, I think a good place to start is um, the third album from Sebado called Three, Sebado Three, on Homestead Records in 1991. So we have, again, we're just <laughs> circling the same drain, aren't we? <laughs> sure are. All right. So that's option number one, Sebado's one, third yeah, album. Yeah. I mean, I, I do this remember your you love Sebado. Oh, man. Like nobody's business. I mean, that was like yeah, I, cassette culture was like. A fucking Sebado four track. Re- I mean, he might as well like record it for me, and I played it on my four track, listening to it. You know, and Tim would just endlessly copy these tapes for me, and I was like, God damn it, this is incredible. This is what I want to do. This is what I've been doing with my stupid four track in the middle of nowhere. This is great. Um, All right, that's option yeah, that number one. Fit. Okay, number I two. Was not, I, I mean, I, hold on. Yes, number two. Okay, number that's, two. That's I because I also. Uh, listening to Rodan brought up um, Pullman, which I think is a just underrated, amazing kind yeah, I don't of know super group, weird. But um, I, I feel like they're related to me, like musically related to Tortoise and like instrumental, purely instrumental, okay. no vocal, but just really just beautiful, um, you know, recorded in one room. Sure. One take, whatever. So sort of like a acoustic explosions in the sky or Godspeed You Black Emperor kind of thing. Uh, no, more like tortoise. Like almost not more like, like tortoise. jazz, but like just ac- acoustic instrumental, like kind of folk. But but then you have Dave. Oh wait, do you have Dave Pyle in this band? 
Well, he wrote some of the tracks. I think he, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, he's in, <clears throat> well, I guess he's listed on a couple of the songs here. So, you know, you have his like sure. super intricate, dissonant, weird, cool. yeah, yeah, like there's just something to these songs that's not just typical. Okay. Um, what's it, what, what album, folk what's, what's the album called? Turnstiles and Junk Piles. Their first Turnstiles and Junk Piles. I'm writing these down. Yeah, man. Okay, that was option okay. number two. Last number one. Three. Last one doesn't really fit this theme at all, but I've been reading that book, um, Meet Me in the Bathroom, lately. <laughs> And sure. it's all about New York from 2001 to 2011. And uh, I uh, am super into all the stories about the Strokes and Interpol and TV on the radio. Sure. And the it's just, it's amazing hearing like the bidding wars on some of these records and like the managers who were like in their 20s just like throwing drinks in the face of people at like Interscope Records and CBS and like Mercury mm-hmm. just like fuck you and like I mean it's just like a bonkers time because the music industry is just like we don't know what to do right we're we're just flailing throwing money at everything sure and uh, and then you have that weird like um, LCD sound system garbage that was happening which I never liked and like the Rapture sure. was was you're like st- you're starting to scare me here. Okay, so I, I just want to, I think, like, an, an album that I've, that I've revisited because of this book okay. that I still think is, like, really fantastic. Get to the point, yeah. Is Interpol, Turn on the Bright Lights. I think it's oh, a, just okay. a great record and still holds up and is, like, really interesting. And I've been, like... So, interestingly enough, yeah. I recently dug out Turn on the Bright Lights. Nice. And have been playing it a lot in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. So I feel like it, you and I must be on the same page because you, you brought that up and I've just been, like I literally listened to the song Stella Was a Diver yeah, <laughs> earlier yeah, yeah, today yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, ah, oh, I actually really missed this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm as, Sebado I remember and I wasn't all that into. Pullman sounds cool, but it sounds a little bit like. It sounds light. like this. This yeah. It sounds like this. I don't know if you I want to do a whole episode yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I mean, I've been into Interpol. I love Interpol. I think great. It, that's a great album. Well, this book will definitely be referenced then. There's so, so my choice is Sebado. No, just, <laughs> we're, I'm going with Interpol. Obviously. Great, man. Cool. All right. Uh, Very good. So, um, not you didn't go with Antics. You went with Turn on the Bright Lights. Yes, Antics right. is. That must be their well, second one. I yeah, not, I not lost them after Bright Lights. Like yeah, no Antics was man. Good. I mean, it was fine. They were, was right, fine. that's the thing. It was fine, and I guess everything else they've done is fine, but nothing hit me the same way as this. You know what I mean? All right. So if you want to, if you want to keep on top of what we're doing, yeah. The next full episode that we put out, and I say that because we, you know, we things are crazy in my life right now, so we're putting out some singles <laughs> to kind of fill the gaps. <laughs> we have some great singles coming up, um, but the uh, next full episode will be Interpol's "Turn On the Bright Lights" yes. from. Do you know what year that is? I can look it is up. from 2001. Ah. It, was re- it was released. So we, sorry, we released the, 2002. Released 2002. We escaped the 90s just barely. Yeah, we did. <laughs> just barely. Just just snuck. Well, that's what there. that book is reminding me, man. Is that there was this crazy thing happening in New York from 2001 to 2011, which sound, which like that's why literally I saw this book and I was like. What? What the fuck is this? Right. Like a little bit. I was like, how are you even? But I'm on board with this because there is like, 
yeah, it's just so many of the places they're talking about and the things that I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that place or that venue or, or whatever bar they're talking about wrecking. Uh, it's great. It's great. It's a great book. And, and to hear these, these stories is really, really good. So yeah, hopefully awesome. I have some, some, some behind the scenes things to say about, uh, right. Interpol. Well, we just, we're an hour into this episode. Oh my God. Let's, let's close this bad sorry, boy out. Guys. This is going to be, yeah, fun. sorry. We're, we're, <laughs> we're making you work for it this week. Actually, we, we should be more positive. We should say we're really giving you your money's worth. This week, oh yeah. Right? Seriously. Um, Okay. I think we should play this out. Yep. The Everyday World of Bodies by Rodan from the album Rusty. Rack it up, buddy. It's giving you giving you the full spectrum. You listen to records. Yeah.